Hey, welcome into episode 19 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm here with the Worth Brothers, Josh and Jordan. How you guys doing? Great, man. How you doing? Hey, doing good, <sighs> man. Not too bad. Not too bad. That uh, Monday night game ended pretty good. We didn't really get a celebrate or talk too much about it while we were recording, but um, pulled out the win by eight or by three points because that Kittle touchdown got called back. <laughs> so I was pretty excited. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, you got lucky there. I know. Josh I, I, and I it, got big games from Debo. Oh, yeah. Yes. Dude, I, I love I got, watching Debo play football. He's going to be my Debo favorite player right now. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, all three Debo. of us own Debo, and yeah, man, he you're right, Josh. He is one of the most fun players to watch in all of football. Like, he is always breaking tackles. Like, once the ball's in his hands, mm-hmm. anything could happen. I know, I'm not it's one a, of the guys who, like, knows everybody's number, but I'm like, oh, number 19's on the field. Let's uh, go, Debo. <laughs> well, I saw a tweet about uh, the Debo thing, and it's like, that pass will go down as Jimmy Garoppolo 52-yard touchdown pass to... Uh, <laughs> Debo Samuel, but it wasn't a 52 yard touchdown pass. It was Debo Samuel breaking seven tackles to get into the end zone. Right. That is exactly what that was. He's a, he's a magical player. So honestly, that, that 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 helps your quarterback. Dude, they did look really good, which is really nice for them because they've looked terrible so far this season on offense. Jeff Wilson looked good. I mean, really? Yeah, they looked, they, they played a pretty good game, but honestly, the Rams Rams just were flat. They just don't don't look that good right now. So, um, all right, well, let's hop into our daily roundabout. Uh, this is going to be our news name for our segment for our daily news. Um, just information going around the league and things like that, uh, practice information and stuff. So, uh, let's start out with, uh, Jonathan Taylor has been ruled out against the Broncos on Thursday night. That's huge for them. It's really unfortunate after we just saw Josh Jacobs have a big game against the Broncos so it's kind of going to be interesting to see what they do, whether they call up Philip Lindsay or not to play in that game. Could have a revenge game for Philip Lindsay. So uh, Brian Robinson officially returns to practice. That's huge for him. Absolutely incredible. Uh, just yeah, we're rooting for Brian Robinson all year. Oh, so much. It's so nice to see that he's back after everything that he went through. So um, can't wait to actually see him on the field too. Uh, out of the Lions. Down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> after everything too. Out of the Lions practice, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, Chark, uh, Josh Reynolds, and DeAndre Swift were all ruled out of practice, not practicing today. That is crazy for them. I mean, we're going to be looking at the Hawk show again if uh, all of them are out again. So uh, mm-hmm. keep an eye on that because that could be a huge DFS tight end to start. I'm sure a lot of people will be doing it, so it kind of negates it, but um, something to keep an eye on. Uh, Nikhil Harry was designated to return. Don't really think that has any fantasy relevance. Uh, he plays for the Bears unless, now, by the way. Yeah, unless you're in like a 32-person league where you just need a you know, wide receiver, then maybe I would pick him up. But even still, I probably wouldn't because he won't get anything. Uh, Zach Wilson was limited at practice with an ankle injury. Uh, Brees Halls is also dealing with some nicks and bruises. Don't think you have anything to worry about there, though. Shouldn't stress... Um, It's just part of being a running back, and it was a Wednesday practice. So, Uh, Keenan Allen did not practice again today. To me, that's uh, not really good news. Uh, Where we've seen him, I thought he would at least start getting some limited practices in. So, something to keep an eye on going into the rest of this week. 
I guess I thought he was closer to starting last week than maybe he is. That's what I thought too. So another did not practice is is pretty big. Um, so that's something certainly to keep an eye on. Uh, good news is Gabe Davis finally logs a full practice, not limited anymore. Uh, probably should see that questionable designation go away uh, Thursday or Friday as long as he doesn't have any setbacks. Uh, Michael Thomas did not practice today. Um, he's been dealing with the injury still from last week, so it's definitely something to keep an eye on. It's hopefully we can see him back on the field soon. I'd hate to see him out again longer. Uh, Kamara did return to practice today. That's really good news to see him back out. I know he was a, a close call to, to start on the early Sunday game. So it looks like he should be back next week. Uh, Kyle Pitts did not practice today due to a hamstring injury injury. Um, Melvin Gordon and Russell Wilson are both off the injury report heading into tomorrow's game. So that's good news for the Broncos uh, after losing Javante. Uh, Rashad Penny misses practice today. Uh, J.K. Dobbins was held out of practice for the chest injury. Uh, the absence was planned, though. Don't think anything you know too far into that one. He looked really, really good this last weekend. Get ready to put him back in your lineup. Um Rashad Bateman is hopeful he can play week five. Uh, that's something to keep an eye on, though, the rest of the week. Uh, Godwin was questionable. I think that's more of just a, a Wednesday thing for him as well, coming off that injury. But he did have 10 targets last week. So um, if he is good to go, I would have him back in your lineup. And uh, David Montgomery did not practice again uh, today. So, uh, all right, sweet. You guys got anything else you want to add? Any other um, news or anything that I missed? No, we already argued about Kyle Pitts long enough. So (laughs) I hope y'all got exactly who you wanted on waivers. Yeah, true. Did you guys get anybody you guys put in for? I mean, obviously, you know that I overpaid in one league for Latavius Murray, but Uh, I got Isaiah McKenzie for a buck. Uh, You know, I I did. I made some moves. I think I I grabbed a new kicker in one league. I don't think I did much, though. Yeah, yeah, I missed I, uh, on a couple bids, but I wasn't willing to go that high on those guys. So, yeah, I got Huntley in one. I got Brait in uh, our super flex league where I needed a a tight end. Just I haven't had anybody really to play, so I just picked him. Our waivers are so in. barren in every league. Oh, they're so thin. Oh, <laughs> there is nobody in tight end, and I've been trying to trade. And then I watched that Kittle trade go through, and I was oh, I was Gosh. so upset at how cheap he got him. And I was just like, man, if that was all I had to give up, like I, I couldn't even believe that. So, um, that, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to even want to go into that. Uh, I, sometimes <laughs> yeah, people make bad trades. Hey, let listen, if, if you're in a similar situation and somebody makes a trade in your league that you think is really, really bad, well, sometimes it just goes completely the other way. And, uh, you know, like, whatever. Don't do not do trade vetoes. That's dumb. Hey, let me tell yeah. you a fun move I made this, this week, actually, in waivers. I picked up Corey Davis and dropped Allen Robinson. I said goodbye to Allen Robinson. Well, He'll never we'll, be on we'll, another one of we'll my ho- teams. We'll hop into that. We'll hop into that. That's a... Uh... We'll save that for another segment we got coming up. Um, so let's hop into that. We, we talked a little bit about the Monday night game. Uh, the Niners uh, beat the Rams 24 to nine. Niners defense had seven sacks, a pick six and a fumble. Their defense was just all over the place. Really, the only people that were relevant for 
the Rams were Cooper Cup. He had 19 targets, 14 receptions for 122 yards. targets. It's disgusting. And then you got their tight end who had 14 targets, caught 10 of them for 73 yards, had a chance at a couple touchdowns. It just seems like it's a basically a two-man game out there for them right now. Um, yeah. You know, Akers and working, Henderson. Though. Yeah, Akers and Henderson did nothing. Uh, we did lose the bet. Uh, yeah. Yep. Henderson outscores Acres a whopping 5.4 to one. That's 1. my guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how exciting that was, Yikes. but I don't um, feel good about that win. <laughs> yeah. But on the Niners side of the ball, uh, Jeff Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Wilson had uh, 18 carries for 74 yards and a touchdown. He started out on that first drive looking great. Had a, I think it was a 34 yard touchdown. Um, looked really good. And then Debo just basically took over the game, had six receptions for 115 yards and a touchdown, had that fantastic 52 yard touchdown, just beautiful runs. So, um, good to see, you know, him getting back into Debo form. Like we've been waiting for, I think, like we said, all of us have him. So it was nice to see that one. So anything else about the Monday night game that stood out to you guys? Man, if you don't have a share of Debo, you're not playing fantasy football, right? <laughs> yeah, he's fun to watch. He's fun to own as a fantasy player. He's going to put up a lot of good points this year like he did last year with the same quarterback, same coach. Everything's the same. Like Right back to it now that they've uh, kind of switched things around for Jimmy G rather than Trey Lance. So um, I'm looking forward to a lot of good fantasy points out of these Niners if you own them. This one goes out to um... – our other Zach that's in our league, not the Zach that joined us uh, on our last episode, but uh, what you think about Debo now? That's all I got to ask. <laughs> yeah, didn't want Debo. He but, is elite. He is one of the uh, best wide receivers in football. Yeah. So, um, okay. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> you know, he did. He said Debo was nothing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So uh, let's jump into a, a new segment here. We've got, um, I'm calling it hot potato. Uh, so basically I just want to know, you know, is this, is this somebody that you would just, we got to get, hold like on a, to it. we got to get yeah. like a, ooh, ooh, that's hot drop. Like we'll, we we'll do get something for the next one. Ooh, that's a good idea. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. So, um, you know, if you, if you don't want to hold on to it anymore, you're just going to throw it away, get rid of it. Uh, or you're going to, you know, Pass it on to the next person. It's hot, but you don't want to quite drop it. You're going to try and trade them, um, or you're going to just hold on to it through the pain and just deal with it. So um, let's go with the first one. Josh, you kind of mentioned this one. You got rid of them already. So um, I dropped you know, Alan Robinson, uh, where are you guys at with him? Uh, you dropped him, but Jordan, where are you at? I would drop him. Drop him too? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, we haven't really seen much. Uh you know, from him this season yet. So I think I'm kind of in the same spot. I'm just going to just let him go. So it's worth noting. I sent out probably seven different offers for like bottom guys on people's bench and nobody bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You tried to get Rashad white. I think was that even it? Maybe it was even worse than that. that. He offered me Allen Robinson for like the last running back on my bench and I declined it. And yep. he's, he's just, uh, you know, a back. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What about uh, Clyde Edwards, a uh, Can I jump in here? I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold on to that puppy. Yeah. He's hot in the it? other way. 
Okay. I'm going to hold that too, man. I I think this is going to continue. If I get burned, so be it, man. I'm going to hop on the train. It's crazy to think too, you know, we last year where where he was drafted, all of that stuff, he burned everybody in the bad way. Uh, this year he's willing, you know, we're willing to hold on and deal with all that pain and just see what happens. Now, my only worry with this, and I am, I am a hold as well. Yeah, but I'm, 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 I'm holding as well. I'll hold on to it. I get it. But does it worry you guys? He's that the snaps are starting to sneak up for Isaiah Pacheco and, you know, even there for a while McKinnon, or do you just still think he's going to continue down this path? I kind of view this like the kind of like the Eagles backfield where there's a lot of opportunity, you know, and there's a lot of guys that are going to get a chance. But like Miles Sanders is getting the, you know, the juicy part of that, that work. And so is CEH. And that's, you know, those are both the guys that I want to own in those two backfields. Whereas like Kenneth Gainwell and Jarek McKinnon feel very similar to me. Yeah, Yeah, I would say if you if you look at how those snaps have played out for the most part. Oh, no. Did we lose you? No. Oh, weird. <laughs> um, so, sorry, if you look at how those snaps have played out, uh, the uh, most of the most of the carries Pacheco's gotten have been late in the game. They've led most of their games by quite a bit so far. So um, that's going to continue. Like you can maybe think about flexing Pacheco as he learn- earns the trust and stuff, especially in a game. If you think they're going to blow somebody out, like you can maybe flex Pacheco. But CEH is getting like a lot of goal line work. He's getting uh, some, you know, some good uh, target numbers, uh, much better than he's seen in the past, at least. So um, he's getting the valuable work you want there on one of the best offenses in the league. They don't seem to really miss Tyreek Hill all that much. So they're they're moving the ball just fine. They're scoring a lot of points. And that's part of the reason that um ceh doesn't get as much work as some of the other like workhorse running backs is that they don't want to just run him through the tackles 20 times a game and they're going to score too quick to do that anyways so you know and then they get a huge lead they've thrown a bunch already and they can just kind of let pacheco take over that you know that run out the clock roll at the end and not put ceh in harm's way so i think it's smart playing by the chiefs and i think that uh it's ceh is just going to keep rolling Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, what about uh, where are we at with James Robinson? Uh, this one's a little interesting to me, so I'm curious where you guys are at with this one. So this is tough. A lot of running backs are underperforming right now, and James Robinson's had some very nice games. Um, I'm not sure exactly where he's at, but I'm pretty sure he's a top 10 running back right now. Uh, if you can capitalize on that value and get, you know, like, you'd have to get somebody elite. I'm not willing to just trade James Robinson in a lateral move for like, a, you know, a, a, just a, another guy you can flex week to week. Like I want a, a legitimate starter if I'm trading James Robinson in the deal, because you can, name it. you can start him almost every week. And the, this last week was, was worrisome, but so far he's had a ton of work and ETN hasn't looked that great. So I'm not all that worried. Uh, James Robinson currently in a half point PPR format ranks RB thirteen. Okay, would just you, outside. Yeah. So would you currently, right now, as it stands, would you trade J.K. Dobbins for for? Would you trade James Robinson for J.K. Dobbins? Excuse me. Coming back from the injury, had a great game last week. Still has a little bit of a chest injury, but on a 
electric offense. I would train. I would do that. I would take Dobbins. Yes, I think I would do. I only say that's, that because that's really tough. I feel like that's kind of a sideways move, and that the rest of the way these two guys are probably going to mm-hmm. be very similar, like back end RB ones. But the yeah. difference is, is we saw Dobbins be involved still in the passing game, even when they were starting to allow the Bills to come back, whereas we saw James Robinson completely disappear when they had a negative game script in the last game for the Jaguars. So if they end up in any sort of negative game scripts, which like, yeah, this week they get the Texans. So more than likely, you know, James Robinson's going to be, you know, involved, but as they start into getting into some games where there could be negative game script, you could see James Robinson taken out of the game. Whereas I don't think you're going to see Dobbins taken out of the game. It's possible, but I feel like the like ETN looked best in his first game and since then hasn't really looked all that great. And I'm not I'm just not super worried about him taking over and James Robinson not having a decent amount of volume. Uh it was a like a weird this, game script this game and against Philly, man. It, it got out of so hand. Good. Yeah, and they, they were really struggling to run the ball. So um, that yeah, that Philly Rundy is fantastic, and like we've seen James Robinson get plenty of targets and receptions and stuff, even you know earlier this year with Trevor Lawrence, and then in his previous seasons. So um, he usually has a pretty safe floor, and this is probably one of the worst games of his entire career. So I don't, I'm just, I'd expect it to turn around. Okay, um, Alvin Kamara. Oh. I feel like I want to trade Kamara, but I don't wouldn't get the value that I want, so he's probably a hold. Yeah, I would agree with that, Alvin Kamara. You're probably gonna have have to hold through the pain if you could trade him for somebody you see at the same level but on a better offense. Then I would do that. So maybe, or maybe if your running backs are good and you could like pair him with a wide receiver to you know move to a really elite piece that's that's already off to a great start or something i'm not sure i I think i'd probably still hold camara mostly because he's he's currently rb 63 and half point ppr he's only played Um, two games he's only played two games and he's averaging 6.2 points per game um so not gonna get what he's worth he's if not he's a first round draft pick i mean back in first early second round draft yeah so you're man you if you passed on, on saquon for camara right now you feel like the biggest dummy in the world but it's yeah. okay lots of I, other people did too i mean i mean look at dalvin cook austin eckler i mean yeah eckler had that breakout game last week but i mean he hasn't really done anything i mean there's a lot of running backs that we're looking at i mean how many people passed up on you know nick chubb you know we saw how far he fell to a lot a lot of people got him in the third round I think I'd still um, rather have Eckler than Chubb, but maybe not. Dude, you're – no. We're not even going to get into that one right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on the Eckler. I really thing. think that Eckler's gotten some of his bad games out of the way, and it's going to be uh, – you know, he has a higher floor than we've seen. That's just targets. full, that's just full homer because he's on your teams. Um, he's on one of my teams. Deontay Johnson. Where are you guys at with Deontay Johnson? I'm not gonna drop him, but like, but good lord, no, you can't drop him. We've only first off, they just made a quarterback change, and 
Uh, Pickett didn't look terrible. He didn't look worse than Mitch Trubisky. Like Mitch Trubisky's looked awful. So um, there's optimism there. And that optimism, like as as we go forward and like he's practicing with the first team and and Pickett's getting some reps with Deontay Johnson in practice, that that'll start to translate to it in the game. So I would definitely expect Deontay to bounce back. He commands a ton of targets. But I do think that Pickens is gonna get more involved and Claypool's the piece I'm most worried about in Pittsburgh because I don't think there's that many targets to go around and like Fryermuth's going to get targets because uh, he's getting them from a rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterbacks tend to lean on those like shorter underneath, yeah, he's uh, a little and more of a middle of the field route defense. Yeah, that's where I actually like Deontay Johnson. Like, is because he he has a lot of those good slant routes and stuff. I think his targets will be just fine. I think Claypool's a drop candidate for me, dude. Um, same. Yeah. So not in the dynasty because I think he could go somewhere and be good. But so same, same, you know, team, uh, where are you guys at then with Najee Harris? I mean, he's obviously not a drop candidate, but like, where are you at as far as, you know, are you holding on to him through all of this? Yeah. I mean, he had a pretty rough game, no targets, but I want to trying to trade him like, or, you okay. know, uh, do I want to trade him? If dude, if the right offer comes along, yeah, I could ship him out. Najee, it's always about what you're going to get, but. I'd take Cook. I would take Dalvin Cook. The offense is much better. Um, this shoulder injury is not like a long-term worry. It's because he's dealt with it forever. So yeah, it's you a know, long-term worry it's a long it's chronic. It's always a long-term worry, but it's like you know, I'm not more worried it. about it next yeah. week than I was this last week. It's like, it, you know, so Najee or Camara? Oh, Najee. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I give me Camara. How about you, Brandon? In in full PPR, actually, even in half PPR, I would. Yeah, go there Kamara. you go. There you go. In half or full PPR, I'd go Camara. In in a standard, I would. I would go, go Naji. Yep. Yep, that's where I'm at too. I think Camara is gonna. He'll have his games turn around. So I mean, people <laughs> who play in a standard, we love you, but. Do okay, that. now now the last one we've got Leonard Fournette. This one's interesting. I still like especially Leonard after Fournette. last week. I know that Rashad White was getting worked into the offense, but uh, he's still soaking up targets. Uh, I'm kind of worried about just Tom Brady in general and this this Tampa Bay offense. But like, oh, we I didn't have that in the notes. Offers. Look, I know it's Wednesday, but Brady took today off of practice with uh, a shoulder finger injury. injury and a an elbow finger injury. and an, a finger and a hand, I think is what they said. Yeah. Or something. But I thought he was dealing with a partially. I thought he was de- dealing with the rotator cuff injury. I, yeah. I think he's all kinds of banged up, but he's, he's 45, 45 years old. <laughs> yeah. Which is why the Mike Evans uh, trades went galore. In a couple oh, years, too. this is going to be the Aaron Rodgers news segment too. I mean, <laughs> in a couple yeah. of years, Tom Brady will be the only guy in the NFL uh, still playing in the NFL who's older than I am. <laughs> He's going to be the only one still qualifi- qualifying for Social Security. I don't want to, you know, speculate on his personal life or anything. I don't know anything about the situation. I just hope things are good for him and his family, whatever. But like, 
Um, if, you know, if, if things go poorly there, like some of the news is reporting, he may play football for another five years. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. You sounded so <laughs> That's sincere. That's some solid right analysis. Yeah. I, I just <laughs> <laughs> I care so much about his fanny. But anyways, like the guy could totally play for five more years. Least 50. <laughs> I just, uh, look. Uh, like all his receivers were fantasy relevant. Like I got, you know, Uh, I mean, if he's got the team around him, he could like when it comes to Fournette though, I think for me, he's a trade for candidate. Yes. Yes. I'm on this train too. Yeah. I I Uh, went and looked at offers to make for Fournette in all of our leagues last night. Would you trade James Robinson for Fournette? Yes. Ooh, that I would do. Ooh, I think there's a better chance Fournette finishes in the top eight than James Robinson does. So, yeah. Okay. I would train trade James Robinson for Fournette as well. So, I think we're, we're all in agreement there. If anybody in the Best Coast Dynasty League wants to trade for James Robinson and has Leonard <laughs> Fournette, please hit me up. Okay, okay, okay. Uh... Speaking of actually that best coast, I'm actually freaking not going to start two quarterbacks this week. Oh, that's how, bad, that's how bad quarterbacks have been recently. The quarterback situation. The, the oh. top, the top like five quarterbacks are really good, and all of yeah. the rest pretty much suck. If and, you have a household yeah. name as your quarterback, like that's under the age of thirty, you're doing great, dude. And that's yeah. like that's better than the running back position. Running backs have been terrible. Tight ends are all awful, except for. Kel, I mean, we talked about it, you know. There's but, like four. Yeah, and then, there's, yeah. there's there's two really good ones. There's a couple that you're like, I could keep I starting could keep this it, guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy with this. And then everybody else is just awful. Dude, just so yeah. bad. Laughable. All right. Let's do, uh, let's do a run through of the week five preview. And then we've got some uh, stream of the week players that we've we've thrown together as well. So. Um, week five preview Thursday night, tomorrow night, we've got the Colts at Broncos 44 and a half point over under. I expect that to probably shift now. I did put that in there before the Jonathan Taylor news. So that could shift a little bit with, uh, the Jonathan Taylor news. So if one of you guys could maybe check on that. I'm looking it up right now. I already have the odds pulled up. Uh, 42 and a half is what I'm seeing. Okay. Yeah, so it did shift a little bit. Who's favorite in that Um, game? I believe the Broncos are because it's at home. Yep. And they have no Jonathan Taylor. So um, Pittman, you know, your starts for sure. Pittman, Sutton, Judy, Russell Wilson, Melvin Gordon. You guys just throwing him right in. I mean, obviously, if you lost Devontae, you had him as your backup, you know, all that. I put him in my flex in a league already. I I think uh, I'm willing to do it. I did too. I threw him in too. I can tell you though, right now, if that dude fumbles again, I'm gonna be yelling at my TV like you wouldn't believe. He won't make it out um, of Denver. If he's yeah, speaking of if he's left on your waiver wire because your league mates weren't really paying attention to how bad Boone and, and Gordon were, uh take a peek at Latavius Murray. Yes. Uh because if Gordon has a rough game this week and he fumbles in his fifth, actually it would be a sixth straight game. Um, he, he will not survive very much longer as far as being the starting running back. Cause that they won't like be able to territory. Six games Six in a row with a fumble. Games? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I actually think it might even be seven if we went back to last year. Uh, one one was preseason this year. So right. um, six so straight games, five. which is ridiculous. But um, so, yeah, he's at he's at five straight games did he, right did now. Did he fumble in two preseason no, games? No, he's at five. No, he would be he's at, at five right now. Five. He'd be at okay. six if he fumbled in this game. Yeah. Um, sits, I would definitely say Matt Ryan. Uh, Broncos are really good secondary uh you know the pass rush is a little bit banged up right now um we won't have randy gregory was put on ir uh simmons is still out but dj jones is expected to play so uh, are you worried about Pittman with sertan there no because he won't shadow him um I don't think he'll shadow him anyways. It'll be fun he to watch though. Like the Adams. It, it will be. Yeah. He didn't shadow Adams. Uh, he did, he did well against Adams though. When he, when he guarded him, he only gave up uh, three receptions for 46 yards um, on eight targets. So um, overall, not too bad, but Devontae <laughs> Adams still got his, I mean, he had 101 yards and I think Pittman's still going to get his, uh, he may guard him though. Every time they're in the red zone though. Uh, so that is something to keep an eye on, but I still, I still, Pittman's a start. Um, you, yeah, you don't take him out of your lineup. The Colts are going to have to script some stuff for Pittman when they're missing uh, Jonathan Taylor, and uh, yeah. you know they're they're just a little banged up, so they're going to have to really lean on Pittman and uh, I guess Naeem Hines. Who else? That's do they what have I'm wondering. Back? I mean, Phillip well, they're Lindsay, talking about Phillip bringing Lindsay, up Philip right. Lindsay. Um, that could be an interesting one to see Philip Lindsay running against uh, the Broncos. That'd yeah, be... I know Josh Jacobs just had a really good day against them, but that was he generally does against the Broncos, and it was at home. I don't think Philip Lindsay's going to have the same luck if he happens to get the start. Yeah, yeah they're I, a different caliber of running back. Yeah, and I think this team is. I'm I'm hoping this team is, you know, going to allow the offense to do something too. So hopefully this game gets out ahead that they don't have a running game, but that's just me talking as a Bronco fan. Um, <laughs> let's get into the, the giants three and one at the Packers three and one. This is another London game, six thirty AM set your alarms or just actually just set your players, like put them in, you know, have them ready to go. Don't put them in your flex though. You don't want to, you know, just in you case something crazy happens too. Oh God! Don't you guys start with that again? It's <laughs> in uh, oh, jolly old. I, I, you guys are absolutely terrible. Don't know. Uh, you're starting uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, Aaron Jones. More than likely, you're flexing AJ Dillon in this game. Yeah. Um, you know, sits. I would say all of the wide receivers for the Giants, considering we don't even know if Daniel Jones is going to play in this game. Um, so that could be interesting. What about the wide receivers for the Packers? Uh, Romeo Dobbs or Al Lazard? Are you flexing both? One? I'll definitely you flex guys Lazard. I don't know. How How do you guys feel about Dobbs? Yeah. I like I'll it. Flex Dobbs. I'm, I'm in. I'm in on him too. Yeah. That gives uh, me Right now, he just, seems to be, he just seems to be game scripted in. So, you know, they want to get him the ball. I, 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 I think don't know once if that's, Christian wait. Watson – Wait a second. I don't know if that's the truth because Josh just spent like 30 minutes arguing with us about other players that he totally disagrees with our takes. And he's like, oh, I feel better because you guys like Dobbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So he he likes uh, us when we agree. It feels like no, it just feels yeah. like you know what you're talking about in this situation. <laughs> uh, uh, so we have no idea what we're talking about in the other situation, but no, you're just following name BS. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> all, right, all right, we can't go back to Kyle Pitts. I'm sorry, we yeah. can't do it. We got to keep going no, forward. We're Bye, gonna man. end up with like a four hour episode if we start arguing about that again. Um, okay, well let's. Uh, anybody else in that game? You guys are willing to start flex anything? I mean. Aaron this Rogers, is another game I where mean, like Tunyon could just catch a touchdown, and so I don't feel terrible starting Robert. I don't. Tunyon I don't, I don't feel terrible starting, especially. I mean, we, you know, like we said, there's not a lot of tight ends out there right now, mm-hmm. so you know, you're going to start who you're going to have to start. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in a one QB league, I would say, is a sit uh, for now. Still, That's but in two QB leagues, you have to start him. So, oh sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, yeah, as far as the Giants wide receivers go, no, I'm out on that. It's it's yeah. Barkley there, and then uh, I guess in maybe a DFS lineup, your your boy at tight end there. Oh, Bellinger, yeah, Bellinger, Bellinger. I do like Bellinger. I do, uh, especially in a in a DFS lineup. I don't mind that. He's gonna be cheap still, probably under three thousand still in DFS. So that's not like one that Tyrod I, plays. I do only because like he is yeah. a dump off there, you know, yeah. um, and I, they have I, I no wide receivers. Like Kenny Galladay's hurt. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, they didn't really have him to begin with, but yeah. who yeah. <laughs> the fake Kenny Kenny G. the guy, <laughs> yeah. the guy who pretends to be Kenneth Gainwell. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's gone. So, um, all right, let's jump over to the Steelers one and three at bills three and one poor Kenny Pickett. Uh, has to go against the Bills in his first official start. Uh, forty-seven and a half point over under. Uh, I don't know what the how many the Bills are favored for, but I would guess at least probably six and a half. Um, on this one, uh, you're starting. You know, Diggs, Gabe Davis, Najee, uh, Josh Allen. I this week I would still sit. Uh, Pickens. I know he's starting to come around. Um. That's a tough one. I just think there's other players out there. If you're if you're shallow at wide receiver or even at flex, I I, I don't mind giving him a go. Uh, just because we saw all the Dude, targets, but the Bills are minus uh, thirteen and a half. Oh my god. Okay, that's even worse than I thought. It's double. Um, maybe you could start Pickens then, because they're really anticipating like a whole lot of throwing. <laughs> And a whole lot of interceptions for the Bills. Um, <laughs> oh man! Over under two interceptions for Pickett. Over. What do you guys think? Okay. I mean, if, if it's he'll hit two. I'll yeah, two. I, I think. Yeah, yeah. If you I'm set it at over. two, if you set it at two and a half, I'd take three. the under. I'm saying he's getting three. This poor kid. Yeah. But at the same time, like I don't feel like it's that bad. I don't think that they're just you know doing the wrong thing either as an organization. No. No, I think he's I think he's capable. He's a pass rusher and a two QB league. If you had um Trubisky, you know, I, I think you could start Pickett. I uh, think uh I think if just if you have Pickett, you can consider starting him because he's gonna run. Yeah, true. Yep. And he was getting those rushing touchdowns. I don't know how many touchdown opportunities they're gonna get in this game, but what we'll about see. Dawson Knox or Isaiah McKenzie? Isaiah McKenzie's injured, right? He is, he's but in I concussion he's, protocol. Yeah, yeah. There's a chance he plays this week. I think we're gonna see him play, and uh, he 
he should take over that uh that slot role. If he doesn't Completely play, take it over. If he doesn't play, you can look at Khalil Shakir. Um, I like I, if he doesn't play, I like Shakir for DFS. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily want to play him in a home league unless it's a really deep league, but uh, I like Isaiah McKenzie a lot. I picked him up in a league and I already owned him in a dynasty league and I've been, I've played him a couple times already and he hasn't really let me down. Like would you flex him over like Melvin Gordon? No, I would not. No, not, no, I wouldn't now. Um, Cause I think, you know, Melvin Gordon's probably in line for 20 touches in that game. Yeah. That's kind of so. the beautiful thing about having Melvin Gordon right now is he kind of you have a like luxury flex. <laughs> but it doesn't yeah. I I mean I think Isaiah McKenzie could definitely get, you know, 5 6 7 receptions in this game and uh, sure. you know, potentially have a touchdown opportunity place for the Bills. They're going to score a lot. Everybody's got a touchdown opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah McKenzie's out of this game. I really like Gabe Davis as a get right game this week. Oh yeah. Um so uh, all right, let's jump over to the Chargers two and two at Browns two and two. A forty-eight and a half point over under. Uh, Herbert looked good last week. Moved the ball really well. Uh, you got Mike Williams, Nick Chubb, uh, current RB one in half point PPR. Uh, Eckler had a big game last week. Um, Keenan Allen, are you guys are you guys a start on Keenan Allen this week? If he's if he's good to go, if he's back. Or nope, right now I'm a wait and see, man. I don't want to start him this week. Yeah, see, I don't think I don't know how many people really have the luxury of like really like wait and see with Keenan Allen. Like, if you, you can don't figure it have out. a lot of options. I, I, I think if you don't have a lot of options, you start Keenan Allen. It's it's hard to keep him out of your roster. Like, so, would you guys okay? What about Pickens? Because a lot of people picked up Pickens this week. Would you start yeah. Pickens or would you start Keenan Allen? Yeah, I'd start Pickens unless Keenan Allen plays. To, uh, it practices tomorrow and Friday fully. There's no way I'm putting Keenan Allen in my lineup. So if he's limited Thursday, full participant Friday, you don't put him in? No. Would you play Jahan Dotson over him? Yeah. Uh, Dotson's not going to play. Oh, Dotson's out two weeks. Out for, out for one to two weeks with a hammy, I think. Yeah. So Curtis Samuel was bumped that up. Yep. I would play Curtis Samuel over him. I would probably play Curtis Samuel over him as well. Yeah. Okay. What about David and Joku? Where are you guys at with him right now? I'd play him over Dawson Knox. He's, uh, He's yeah, a fine tight end uh, start. you can, especially in like a 12 team, if you grabbed him off waivers, you can start him. I think he's still on waivers in our league of record. And now yeah, someone still- picked him up this week. I don't know who, but I just looked and he's not on there, so I don't know who grabbed him. But well, whoever it is, um, they grabbed him for free because nobody bid on him. Again, yeah, uh, Amari Cooper. Are you flexing him? Wide receiver two. Jordan, don't answer this. This is a Josh question. I, already, <laughs> I, I was going to say, I hope you traded him <laughs> after his big game, like I told you to. Josh, Josh I where are you really, at on this one? <laughs> I, I never feel comfortable playing Amari Cooper, but this week I, I think the Chargers have a really good secondary. I think that's unlikely he puts up a game where it's really going to kill you if he's on your bench. So yeah. I would rather not play him. I'm right there. I don't think I would start him against the secondary either. Uh, but though I do think that they're going to be behind. So. They could be kind of interesting, but if you have a, oh, this seems I like one of those things. The Browns could lead this whole game, and then the Chargers come back and win it. 
Okay, Kareem Hunt or Cooper? Josh, which one are you starting? Don't even do this to me. No, I'm actually not starting either of them this week, believe it or not. Um, I have better options right now. I'd go Hunt. I well, I know, I I know I, that. I would rather start. I avoided him. even asking you, Jordan, because I know you would start anybody over him. I'm glad that um, you and all of our listeners will know my feelings on Amari Cooper, and it's not because he left the Raiders. It's because I hate him for fantasy football. <laughs> Naheem Hines or Amari Cooper? Cooper. This week, I'll go Naheem Hines with Jonathan Taylor out. I'd okay. still take Amari Cooper. So would I. Um, all right, Texans 0-3-1 at Jaguars 2-2, 43-and-a-half two two, point over-under. You know, you're starting Pierce, Kirk, uh, James Robinson. What about Trevor Lawrence? Where are you guys at with Trevor Lawrence right now on the season? Last week he had a rough game. He had four fumbles. Uh, so, you know, nothing good really came out of last week for him. They still were in the game, though. They started, uh, but started out pretty nice, but uh, yeah, that game was ugly by the end. I don't know, man. Lawrence to me seems like the kind of quarterback who can definitely get it right and have a good game against the Texans. So, I think in a two QB league, you're probably pretty happy with him as your second. Yeah, um, I don't. In a one QB league, you can, you know, you're going to be able to play him, but you can probably like stream him. You know, would you, you start Russell matchups. Wilson? Don't feel bad about Russell. dropping him when you have to. Russell Wilson this week, Thursday night against the Colts or Trevor Lawrence against the Texans? I think I'd rather have Wilson. I think in that scenario, I'd go Lawrence. Uh, this is a good matchup against the Texans at home. I don't mind playing Lawrence this week. But the only reason in, why in, I, I kind of like if he has a bad matchup next week, I wouldn't feel bad about dropping him. Like that's yeah. that's where I'm at with Lawrence. The only reason why I think I like Wilson this week a little bit more is because I think Robinson could have a big game against the Texans too. And so that could, you know, he could get, you know, a couple of rushing touchdowns pretty early on, or even if he gets those goal line works, it kind of takes Lawrence out of the game. So I that sell kinda... that narrative. I'm buying it, Brandon. Yeah. Um, I think sits, uh, if Zay Jones ends up playing, I would sit Jamal Agnew. Uh, he played a lot last week. He did have a big game, but don't, don't chase it too much just because of last week. Cause if J- Zay Jones does come back, he's going to get a lot of those targets that mm-hmm. yeah, like, I think Jamal Zay Jones is back right. in the lineup, back to eight to 10 targets. Do you start Zay Jones this week? If he's in there, do you flex him? I'd rather not, but I'm definitely not dropping him for anything that I don't need to. Like I actually did drop him in a league this week, but I needed to pick up a QB. Uh, yeah, See, if you need to flex him, I, there's a lot worse you could do. Uh, Zay Jones or um, Pickens? I think I'd rather start Pickens this week. See, this week I would rather start Zay Jones if 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 he's yeah if he's against that Buffalo defense. Week. I think I'd rather I start it. Zay Jones. I'm just worried about the injury, and if he plays, he might not actually be out playing. You know full football yeah i always worry about I still that like, i still like zay jones you're starting you're flexing brandon cook still i mean he's still one of the primary pass catchers there and uh sitting travis Etienne. correct yeah i'm with that yep okay all right um so bears two and two at vikings three and one 43 and a half point over under starting justin jefferson dalvin cook no questions asked there uh what about um 
QBs, you're not starting fields, obviously. Kirk Cousins, do you like this matchup? Yeah. yeah. Streaming, good, decent streaming quarterback this week, yeah, I think. Home. Or even in a you know 12 team league, you may be starting. It's not prime know, time, more importantly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I am sitting absolutely every wide receiver or tight end for the Bears um, still at this point. Okay. Uh, Adam Thielen, you flexing him? Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. What about Khalil Herbert? We didn't see, I mean, we saw a little bit out of him last week. Um, sounds like he's probably going to get the start again this week. How do you guys feel about him going up against the Vikings defense? If he's starting, I'll play him. If like, if Monty's out and he's getting the start, I will play him. But if, if David Montgomery's in the game, I would rather not, but I don't really want to play Montgomery either. Cause I don't know about this health situation. Yeah, yeah, I probably would hold back on Montgomery if he comes back. It's a good chance they're splitting work, and then I don't want to start either. But if Montgomery's out, I'll I'll play Khalil Herbert. Definitely. Okay. Back end, uh, that, like I mean, probably high end RB two. I agree. To back end RB two at worst. Yeah, he's he's going to get lots so. of work. So. Yeah, I think he's a mid to high RB two next week, especially with the way running back scoring's been lately. So. And even uh, though he can come back and not have a good game, like you got to hang on to David Montgomery. He was awesome to start the season and he's going to be awesome again. So just give him some time to get back healthy. Exactly. Lions one and three at Patriots one and three, 46 and a half point over under. Uh, if you're going to bet, bet the over on this, it's likely going to hit it. Um, Lions it, it always do does. every week. Yeah. Uh, Damian they Harris says starts. You're starting Damian Harris. Jared Goff, you got to keep starting him until he gives you a reason not to. I mean, he's finding the right, you know, targets out there, no matter who he has. Um, it is a little worrisome with Amon Ross St. Brown, Chark, um, you know, all those guys out and Swift. It's not sounding like Swift is going to play this game this week. Um, I know Amon Ross St. Brown has a chance to play. And then you're starting Jamal Williams for sure if – uh, Swift is out. I think even if Swift yeah. is is playing this week, if somehow he gets out there, I would probably even hold off on Swift this week and start Jamal Williams. I think I'm with you on that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, unless unless um, it's like okay, Swift's full practice tomorrow, full practice Friday, and there and he's totally good to go for the game or something like. But yeah, yeah outside right. of that, if he's still you know questionable, questionable, maybe game time decision. No, sends out a tweet. Hey guys, I'm 100. percent Don't worry. Yeah, my guess is they hold him out. They could even hold out Amon Ross St. Brown, too, just because they have the bye next week. So yeah. there, there's a chance that they they hold him out and just get get him right, um, not risk any further injury. Uh, you flex Chark if he's healthy, especially if Amon Ross St. Brown is out. Um, what about on the Patriots side? Ramondre Stevenson, Devontae Parker, um, I'm going to flex, uh, you know, I'll flex Ramondre this week for sure. Yeah, so this Lions defense has been absolutely terrible, and I think probably the best weapons for the Patriots are their two running backs, and so I like those both as plays. And then Devontae Parker. <sighs> well, well, Jacoby Myers is probably coming back this week. I worry a little bit about just how, you know, how small the pie is. Yeah, I don't – I'd like to stay away from a, a – Patriots wide receiver, but if you needed to flex Parker or uh, Jacoby Myers, that that's not that bad. And it's going to be. We heard who's starting. Right? Well, it's, we don't know yet. Mac Jones has not been ruled out yet. 
That's true. So I think um, it's going to be zappy. So do I. Would but, you play him in a two QB league against the Lions? You could do you, a lot worse. Yeah, you could. I I, I probably would against, this, against this Lions. Uh, oh, Zappy for sure. Yep. A hundred percent. No questions yeah. asked. Yeah. I I wouldn't even. I honestly, even in a two QB league, I would. There's no way I would start Fields in a super flex. <laughs> I, there's other players I would rather start than Fields, hands down. Would you um, rather play? In your super flex, Kyle Pitts or Justin Fields? <laughs> that is so messed up, but Kyle Pitts. Don't make me do it. I'll start Devin Duvernay. I would start Fields. <laughs> I, I, dude, I just don't. I, it's gross, I, but I would, I would start, start Fields. I would start Pitts. <sighs> That's fields. so gross. I would go Fields. You would go Fields? Yes. Oh, I in would start super Pitts. Flex. <laughs> And you hate Dude, yeah. I hate Fields even more. Fields is bad. All right. It's last not just him, game though. Got, it's the last game we got for this one is uh, Seahawks 2-2 two and two at Saints 1-3. and three, 44 and a half point over under. Sounds like Kamara is going to be back in this one. So you're starting Kamara, yep. Alave, Michael Thomas if he's healthy. Obviously, DK Metcalf. He had a great game last week, even though, uh, as Josh would say, he was farted off the field. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I missed that last Dukey week. Dukey Metcalf. Man. That was... That was not given enough credit, man. I, I thought it was. I thought it was Dukey Metcart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did not give enough credit to that last week. I'm so disappointed Josh's in myself. Cat is going crazy back here. <laughs> yeah, my cat's not happy. This is going on so long. Uh, uh, you're sitting Walker still, especially with the game Penny had last week. Are you guys comfortable flexing Penny this week? Oh, um, so Penny's dinged up. Yes, I. So I'm about to start Penny in a league, and I'm bummed because I saw the news that he's dinged up, and uh, it I lost to Could have been a Wednesday practice thing, though. It could have know? been. I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping he's a full practice tomorrow, and that everything's just fine, and I can start Penny as a reasonable RB two slash flex. Like I've got really good wide receivers in that league, so um, and you're definitely starting Lockett. I mean, he's getting the targets like crazy right now. If if Penny doesn't go, would you guys play Walker? No, yes. I don't want to. I would. Saints Dude, have I a good honestly think Geno Smith might just try to do it all through the air. <laughs> How and weird is that to hear? Yeah, I know. I don't know what's going on. You can start Geno. Yeah, that's true. In a I one would... QB league? Uh, I'd start as, like uh, Derek Carr over him in a deep but, one in yes. a in a deeper league. Maybe like uh in a fourteen man league, you can start Gino. Yeah, I think only in fourteen. You could do 12, worse, man. You could do a lot worse. He's running. He's yeah playing oh, pretty so well. He's throwing a touchdown to a tight end every week. It's the rushing that makes me like not you know because like quarterbacks can go out there and they can have a couple good games throwing and inflate their numbers for a short period of time. And then things catch up with them. But like these rushing quarterbacks have a floor that's different than other guys. So it's, you could do a lot worse, man. You really could. Yeah. I, I Yeah. I mean, I, I can see it. So, um, okay. So we're going to talk about some of our, our streaming players this week that you might be able to throw in there. Uh, you know, one I was I was considering. You know, we just saw 
uh, Jared Goff throw all over um, the Seahawks. So I was Jameis Winston is my start of the week um, streamer of the week, I guess I would say, uh, you know, he's, he should be back this week. Uh, he's getting Camara back, a healthy Camara back. Um, you know, Alave is just playing out of his mind. And I think that the Seahawks have a, a secondary that's beatable. Um, and they certainly have uh, a run, you know, you can run against them too. So I think I expect a pretty good game out of Camara this week. Um, Jordan, who is your stream of the week for quarterback? My stream of the week at quarterback is Carson Wentz. He's had a couple down games, but I'm going to go back to the well. He's home against Tennessee. They're 25th against quarterbacks right now, and he's got good weapons around him. So um, that's that's the guy right now on waivers that if you need somebody to start, I think you can I think you can pick up Carson Wentz and play him, and he's going to do pretty pretty reasonably well for your team. He's not going to ruin your team this week. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, for my QB stream of the week. I went ahead and put in Derek Carr. I do think he's going to have a good week against uh, KC at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, he's going to have to have a big week if they want to compete against this Kansas City offense. So, yeah, that's a massive over under, and KC is favored by seven. So that's we're going to lose. He's going he's to have to throw the ball quite a bit. Um, as far he as the running backs go, um, we kind of agree on on this one in general, but we went with both the running backs for uh, the Patriots going against the lions who just don't have a good defense at all. Uh, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. So I think you're safe, you know, either starting them or flexing both of them this week. It should be a pretty easy, easy uh, streaming option for you or just flex option for you guys. Uh, As far as wide receivers go, I think the biggest one if he's out there and he's healthy and they do rule, rule out either Chark or Amon Ross St. Brown is Josh Reynolds. He's came off a really good game last week. And if, if he's healthy this week, I really like him as a streaming option. Um, I like him in DFS. Um, I'm curious if, if he's out there, he's healthy practices the rest of the week. Would you guys start him or, you know, same thing, Pickens, uh, I mean, Amari Cooper, but I know Jordan's answer to that one. I'd take Reynolds if if he's the option out there. Yeah. Yeah. What about Isaiah McKenzie? So you'd start Reynolds over McKenzie as well? If, if there's no McKenzie. Shark and no Amon Ra and Reynolds practices the rest of the week, I would go Reynolds. But outside Definitely. of that specific scenario, I'd rather have Isaiah McKenzie. Okay. And then um, as far as like flex flex options go, if Zay Jones is active, I really like Zay Jones this week. We saw how much they used um, Agnew last week, and I think Zay Jones is a little bit better route runner, and he was getting a lot of involvement early on this season. And, you know, they are favored in that game, uh, I believe, by seven points as well. Um, yeah, they're favored by seven points in that game. I, I just really like Zay Jones in general against that Houston secondary. Um, Jordan, who'd you go with? Yeah, I went with Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, the Chargers secondary is kind of underperformed. They're 24th right now against wide receiver, but I think they've got a good shot at locking down the number one, and you could see uh, DPJ getting a lot of targets in this game. So. Uh, he's he's not a terrible flex option, and they might have to throw a lot because I think the Chargers are probably a better team than the Browns. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I went ahead and um, put in 
Tyler Boyd as my flex of the week. He's actually available in some of your your leagues, which is nice. You might be able to actually pick him up and and stream him. Um, and he's playing against Baltimore, who's got a really banged up secondary right now, but they're not you know entirely banged up. I think this really plays into Tyler Boyd specifically this week um, as, as a good option for Joe Burrow, who's you know he's going to get separation against guys that are like fourth and fifth string dudes. Yeah. So my tight end is less of like a, a stream, um, more of like maybe a DFS play just because those some of those tight ends are pretty expensive on there. But uh, the Rams go up against Dallas this week, which, you know, Cooper Cup's still going to get his, but there really isn't any other options there. And as far as like a safety blanket for um, Stafford, I really like it against, I mean, the Dallas defense has been playing really, really well this year. And, you know, Cup's going to find a way to get, open but in a dfs lineup i really really like higby this week i think he's going to probably see again maybe 10 to 12 targets this week so that was one big one i'm i'm likely in some of my dfs lineups going to if i can make the make the budget work out there but he's somebody that i'm going to try and squeeze in there nice at uh at tight end uh i like cameron Brait this week um you know, we've seen that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not the healthiest team right now, but they're home against Atlanta, who's 30th against tight end. So this could easily just be, you know, like all you're looking for when you're streaming tight end is I hope this guy gets a touchdown. You're hoping Tom Brady throws a touchdown to his big tight end there. So that's, you know, that's not the most far-fetched thing. No, yeah. I love that one. I, that's why I picked him up. I, I got him in there too this week. So I like the, yeah, I like the same, same reasons there. And I've kind of got the same reason for – taking my pick here, Logan Thomas, uh, you know, if there's somebody, I think that's a good red zone option for, for Washington. It's him. He's going up against Tennessee. Who's not been great against the tight end this year. Um, I, they haven't been a great defense anyways. Uh, I think he's going to have a lot of opportunity in the middle of the field. And Jahan Dotson's out. Yeah. And yep. Dotson's out. There you go. Yep. Um, and then as far as defenses go, I talked about this on the waiver show. A good defense to pick up is the Jaguars. They have a great next three games. Uh, so it's a, not just a one-week streaming option for you. It's a defense that's caused turnovers, had some really good games, held some good offenses in check, um, enough to put up some decent points. So I really like the Jaguars this week and actually the next three weeks. Yeah, I went with the Vikings. They are home against Chicago. Chicago's offense is absolutely terrible, and the Vikings' defense has been mediocre, which is probably good enough to hold Chicago to maybe single digits points. So go with the Vikings. Yep. I went ahead and took uh, – I, I put the Saints in there. It's not my favorite. Uh, I'd probably rather play either of your guys's, but they were already in the dock. So number three on that list for me would be the Saints. They play Seattle. Um, I think that their secondary is is pretty good. We're good enough to stop Geno Smith from having like you know a career game like he did against the Lions. That's another really good matchup at wide receiver and corner, where we're gonna see mm-hmm. uh, DK Metcalf go against Marshawn uh, Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore, yeah, yep. And they, you know they, they've got some guys there that can really get the job done and lock down some D's, some some wide receivers and tight ends and everything. So hopefully the Saints can pull that out, and I'm not looking like a fool there. <laughs> yeah. Looks like the Bills Steelers is the the lines at Buffalo minus fourteen now. 
So people were even betting on the Bills minus thirteen and a half. So <laughs> it just it just keep it just keeps moving, uh, which is crazy. Get him in so, now. <laughs> yeah. This, so, of course, this will be one of those weeks. Like we've, I mean, you know, the whole NFL season so far has been crazy, and it always is. So they'll probably lose. Look at the Packers. You know, they were ten point favorites last week and won it in overtime by a field goal. So. You know, there's a lot of there's some pretty big spreads this week. Honestly, eight and a half for the Bucks. I would still say they cover that, but there's some there's some big spreads. Even Dude, the, the Falcons have scored over 25 points like every game this year. That's yeah. crazy. I don't know how. But, <laughs> but what we're gonna see is a really good run defense for the Buccaneers this week. So yeah, um, watch out for Kyle Pitts this week. Anyways, we're gonna. You know, wrap up episode uh, 19. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, We have added the podcast to quite a few more platforms this week. So we're now on uh, uh, Pandora and iHeartRadio. So, you know, thank you guys so much for we are on Slacker as well. Yes, Um, I did get it added to Slacker this week. So a lot of these new episodes will be popping up on quite a few new platforms uh, we appreciate all the support. It's been it's been going crazy. Uh, and, uh, you know, hey, we got a shout out from another podcast. So if you joined us because you listened to Timeliner, thank you very much and shoot me a DM. Yeah, really, really appreciate the love out there to everybody. This means a lot to us. We started this as a um, on a whim. We all just sat around and talked about football all the time, and we figured we might as well, uh, you know get it together on a podcast and share it with everybody because we all spend way too much time looking at football stuff. So it's time to share some of the knowledge with other people and allow our leagues to steal all of our knowledge. So, (laughs) you know, it's, it's becoming more and more difficult to make trades in our leagues because everyone listens to us. So, um, <laughs> like Josh, Josh sends me trades today and I'm like, yo dude, I, I don't know. I'm worried about this. He's like, you know how hard it is to trade when we all think the exact same way. It's like, yeah, that's exactly how it goes, but not quite you know, the exact same, again. not on pits. <laughs> We've got players that, to be very on. Yeah. That and Eckler. Uh, so that's, I'm, that's for I'm probably between you guys August. on Eckler. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the right place um, to be. <laughs> it probably is, actually. Uh, you can find us on our main Twitter, though, at Best Coast FF. You can find me on Twitter at BCFF underscore Brandon. I'm at BCFF underscore Jordan. And I'm at BCFF Josh. All right. Thank you guys so much for hanging out for episode 19. Please hit that like and follow button and uh, give us as much feedback as you can. Hit episode us up on Twitter. 20 on Saturday. Yeah. Yep. We're going to get to 20. 20. Let's go. That's crazy. We're going to have to do something fun for episode 20. Maybe we'll do a giveaway or something for episode 20. So keep an eye out on Twitter for us. Uh, we'll, we'll pop something up there for celebrating our 20th episode. So thank you guys again and have a great night. Enjoy Thursday night football.